Welcome to the Equine Connection Podcast, where health, nutrition, and love for the horse come together. This podcast is brought to you by Tribute Superior Equine Nutrition. I'm Dr. Chris Mortensen. And I'm Dr. Nicole Rambo. Hey, Nicole, how are you? I'm doing well, Chris. We're going to talk about some adorable creatures today. <laughs> you can tell I've got a big smile on my face. <laughs> I I love talking about donkeys. I haven't worked a lot with donkeys. I mean, some. But I lo- you've got to love donkeys, right? Like, you just got to love them. I mean, until you're trying to, like, lead them somewhere they don't want to go. But overall, <laughs> yes, adorable. Yes, 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 yes. Well, they, they are quite different from horses. And I think that's a, a good spot to start in this podcast. I mean, I've done some work with them, a little bit of repro work. But, you know, on the nutrition side today, they do differ from horses, right? Like, I, like, I guess I to start off with to ask you, just how much do they differ from horses? Uh, okay, so they're really similar in some ways in that the bulk of their diet is forage, generally hay, and you still need to fill in some gaps. After that, it does differ a bit um, simply because of the way they evolved. They're like way more efficient than horses. Um, so for that reason, there are some strategies that we need to keep in mind and some nutritional decisions we need to make to avoid the bad thing, which is a fat donkey. Um, cause unfortunately, even though like they're, they're similar to horses in a lot of ways and different in others, they still have that risk of laminitis if they get overweight and because they're so efficient, it, that's really easy to happen. So we feed them like the ultra easy keeper. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. We did, you know, I wrote this down. We did release our Easy Keeper podcast on December 30th of last year in 2021. So it's it's good, especially if you're a donkey or a mule owner, you, you may want to listen to that one because I think it, we'll, we'll ask Nicole at the end, you know, do you treat them like easy keepers? But, you know, what I find fascinating is just quickly looking at their history. The reason donkeys are so efficient is because they they evolved from the wild asses of Africa. So they they've evolved on cruddy forage right <laughs> like just and, and they've learned to survive on that right so talking about their forage i i guess my question is how would i approach feeding donkeys with with forage can i just feed them anything well like not just anything um but certainly there's a much lower end of forage that's appropriate for a donkey that probably wouldn't be appropriate for a horse. I do want to just start with the caveat that just because we say lower quality forage, um, the safety concerns are the same. So it still needs to be free of mold, free of weeds, um, debris. Like you, you can't just feed them ditch hay and be like, hey, don't eat the plastic and the aluminum cans in there. You need to provide them clean hay. But as you said, I mean, they, they developed in a much more arid environment that has lower quality forage. So they're way more efficient at digesting their forage. So the forage that we would choose for them relative to your average horse is going to be just less digestible in the sense that it's stemmier. Um, it's generally going to be lower protein because it's more mature. And we're definitely going to stay away from those like high calorie forages, like legumes, like alfalfa or something with a lot of clover in it. Cause like we mentioned, donkeys are generally the ultimate easy keeper. So they just don't need all those extra calories. So from that standpoint, we do feed them hay and we tend to try to feed them hay that is more mature because it's less nutrient dense. 
if we look at kind of the basic requirements, they're pretty, they're still pretty similar because they're built the same. So they need forage to support their digestive tract, but because they're so good at extracting energy from it, you need to provide a less calorie dense forage in, in order to be able to feed them enough. One interesting thing, I mean, there's been research that's looked into like, what's the voluntary intake of a donkey compared to a horse? And when you give them access to free choice hay in a research setting, they'll actually eat less than a horse will. So they'll kind of max out more at like a one and a half percent of their body weight, which is what we discuss as the minimum amount of forage for a horse. Um, so donkeys do have a little bit lower needs, but you can't just, you know, feed them very tiny quantities of ditch hay. You need to feed decent, clean hay that's just less calorie dense. So I, I guess just to, that, that's a good background on, on, you know, why donkeys or, or how donkeys digest hay. Can you just give some general guidelines then? Like what percent per day would you feed a donkey? And where do I source this hay? Like, because most of our horse hay is good quality, right? So it's like, oh, where do I go find lower quality hay? <laughs> Something we don't deal with. Yeah. I know. That definitely makes it tough. Um so you'll tend to have an easier um, job of this if you live further south because we could feed them warm season grasses, which in general um, are lower protein and they tend to be less calorie dense. And if they get a little bit more mature, the horses do not like to eat them, but it would still be appropriate for donkeys. Um, some people feed straw to donkeys um, and that that is a viable option. Um, you just need to be a little bit careful that it's uh, free of mold and mycotoxins and things like that because there can be definite issues with that. So let's say you live in like the Midwest or Northeast, um, for example, like Timothy, that's on the more mature end might be an appropriate option because just in general, it would be lower protein than your orchard grasses. Um, and because it can get more mature, it's going to be less digestible. So that's definitely an option you could look for. Um, you know, you almost in a way have to look for what a lot of people might term cow hay, which ultimately is hay that is more mature than we would feed to a horse. But um, it's definitely out there. It's just your normal source to go buy horse hay oftentimes isn't going to have something that is going to be appropriate for donkeys just because they're trying to make good hay for horses. And what's appropriate for donkeys, I wouldn't recommend you feed your horses. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, on the West Coast too, because I remember we we just fed out a lot of alfalfa because alfalfa grows so well out there. So it'd be a little bit more difficult uh, to find lower quality hay or even grass hays. So my question is like what you, you mentioned it briefly, so cow hay, but things avoid silage, right? Like normal, the oh, other things yeah. we avoid with horses. Yeah. Yep. So it would just be generally like a more mature cutting of grass hay is what like colloquially you would refer to as cow hay because cows are like donkeys. They can digest that stemmier hay. So if if you're having trouble finding something appropriate, that might be a term locally that people be like, oh, okay. I didn't think I was going to offer that to the horse person because it's cow quotation marks, cow quality. Now you don't want dairy quality hay because that's the opposite end, which is like the super duper nice, (laughs) high calorie alfalfa, the opposite of what you're looking for. Um, So yeah, there's a lot of these funny terms that, you know, maybe only get used in some parts of the country and different stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, good. Okay. So we got the forage and yet just like our horses, there's still gaps, right? There's still gaps in their nutrition. 
Yeah, absolutely. They, they still need, you know, vitamins, minerals, amino acids. Um, because remember, like they're more efficient, but they, they suffer from all the same issues. They have all the same things you need to support an immune system, hoof quality, hair quality, all of that still needs to be supported. And the underlying biological mechanisms for those are, are conserved across species really well. And, and horses and donkeys aren't that different. So when it comes to filling in those gaps, nine times out of 10, we are just feeding your donkey a ration balancer. And, you know, Essential K will fill in those gaps, low calorie, low feeding rate. You pair that with your more fibrous hay. Rarely, you might have a skinny donkey. I'm not saying it happens often, but it, it is a possibility. And in that case, being mindful of the fact that they're so efficient at digestion, um, one of the things that you wouldn't want to do is throw something that's high sugar and starch in front of them. So, you know, what I recommend in the rare case that we do have a skinny donkey, whether it's really old or maybe it's working pretty hard, would be adding some calm and easy. So calm and easy has fat and fiber for its calorie sources and it's low NSC, making it appropriate for our donkeys. So those would really be, oh God, the only two products I've ever recommended yeah, <laughs> we feed yeah. a donkey and and I'm not even sure I've ever recommended calm and easy but just yeah. throwing it out there in the rare yeah. event that we do have a skinny donkey that would be appropriate yeah 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 that's funny that's funny well so can we talk about feeding rate I mean you're gonna feed them similar to horses right like you know ideally two to three times a day minimum percentages I you know, are we, are we feeding them one and a half, two, 2% of body weight per day in forage? I would say targeting one and a half percent forage on a body weight basis would be a good start uh, for your donkey. You know, you can always adjust it if you need to, but very rarely, unfortunately, do we need to feed them more. It's mostly about controlling their calorie intake. Um, so shooting for that one and a half percent, two to three times daily, like you said, would be perfectly appropriate. And um, so let's say, Chris, how big of a donkey? So I was just doing the math. So I was just doing the math (laughs) in my head. So if I have an average size donkey, 400 pounds, right? That's only six pounds of four. That's nothing. Like what's a flake? A flake of lower quality hay is that's about a flake a day, right? Maybe a little bit more. Yeah, it, it depends on your flake size, but yeah, they're yeah. just super duper efficient. Um, yeah. And and you can certainly utilize some of those same approaches we use to like extend the amount of time that it's available. Multiple small meals, slow um, feed nets. I've seen people use like those um, hay pillow type things and put those out in the dry lot, um, which I should mention. Unless you live in a pretty arid part of the country your donkey probably will get too fat if you put it out on pasture. And uh, I mean, I would not be the one who tried to put a grazing muzzle on a donkey personally. So (laughs) good luck. in in general, most donkeys are maintained on a dry lot. Yeah. 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 I was going to say like even some pasture tips, like, you know, limit your grazing or strip grazing or yeah, yeah, you're right. Just dry lot and and hay. I yeah, say the vast majority that that is the lifestyle that they lead just because, I mean, functionally, um, they're just not designed to digest nice grass. And that's no. what we're usually shooting for with our horses is nice grass. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So any other tips on feeding donkeys? You know, it, it, it's lower quality forage. We'll fill those gaps with the ration balancer. Treat them like an easy keeper. But everything else the same, right? The amount of water they drink per day, uh, feeding schedule per day, uh, everything we manage, how we manage our diets with our horses, we pretty much very similar with our donkeys, right? Yeah, absolutely. That would all be appropriate. Um, put out a salt block for them, that sort of thing. Um Otherwise, yeah, very similar. And then, of course, I mean, we are talking about donkeys, but I guess we could also mention mules. They fall in between a horse and a donkey. Um, so generally, you know, they're not as easy keepers. They're not as efficient. Um, but you certainly still need to be mindful with them as well of not overfeeding them to create those issues that come along with obesity. Yeah, I was going to say, do we do another podcast just on mules and hennies? And then, but that's just, it's an in-between. You know, they're they're an in-between. It For people that, that aren't completely sure, uh, a mule is a male, dad is a male donkey, mom's a, a female horse, she's a mare. Uh, and then, so a jack and a mare. And then the other end, the hennies, which you don't see as much of because they, they aren't as successful breeding, is a stallion or a male horse breeding with a female donkey. So you do see those out there, but yeah, their genetics are a mix. So genetically, their digestive system's kind of an in-betweener, right? I guess that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, but like the reason that all works is because donkeys and horses are close enough that they yes. can interbreed. Yeah. So which kind of brings back the main point of like, yeah, they're different, but they're not that different. So what do we feed our donkeys and horses? Chris, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there are zebra and horse crosses. So the late, great Tweek Allen out of uh, the UK did a lot of these uh, early studies on crossbreeding and uh, all of this stuff. He was a wonderful, wonderful man. Uh, I was very I, fortunate. I, I've yeah. never consulted on one of those. <laughs> so if you, if you have one, I will learn how to feed it. Um, what am I? I that's yeah. not one I've run across. Somebody I wanted to be like early in my career. He just was a great repro uh, expert in horses. So, yeah, there are horses and donkeys, very rare, but that's a cross with zebras and donkeys and zebras and horses. But, you know, all of them are equids, right? So we treat them all the same. And just final question, I guess, as we wrap this up, they're going to benefit from pre and probiotics, all this extra goodness that we get in our commercial feeds, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because remember, they suffer from the same digestive disorders that horses do. So that gut health support, um, the pre and probiotics, all of those things would absolutely help support them as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're just you know, horses that they're efficient. They're like you said, easy keepers. The ultimate easy keeper. Yeah. Are 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 cute little donkeys. So, well, that's it for us. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you have any questions. If you have donkeys, mules, hennies, uh, I doubt you have a zorse or a zonkey, but if you do, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> but if you have any questions on what you're feeding your horse, please reach out to the tribute team. That link is always in the show notes. Free consultation there to help you uh, in, in any question you have with nutrition. Follow us on Facebook, Tribute Equine Nutrition, and ask your questions there. Make comments. Any topics you want us to cover, let us know and we will add them to our list. But yeah, fascinating stuff, Nicole. Thank you so much today. Yeah, thank you, Chris. <laughs>